Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Heavy Pour. You already know how we start. Got a little twist off cap today. Come on. Cheers. What are you drinking? I got a Javar Honey Lager from Lakefront Brewery. It's a Milwaukee-owned um, brewery. So, staying close to home. A little Wisconsin Shout out. lager. Shout out, Scotty. It's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It's it's similar to like a Honey Weiss, but I think it's better. Okay. It's a little sweeter. I don't know. I'm not usually like a fancy... I don't even know if this is fancy, but like different kind of beer. Yeah. I'm pretty much just like, like light beer, strictly. <laughs> give me a light beer. That's about all I need. Yeah, pretty much. But I can't no, do pretty good. I can't do dark beer. I can't either. Or like pale ales or like IPAs. IPAs especially, man. I just it just it fills me up. And I get that that's like the point. Like you're only supposed to drink like two or three, I think. And that's a responsible a foreign concept. And, uh, a responsible drinker like me, you know. That could uh be an issue. Dude, I don't understand how drinking responsibly goes. Like not binge drinking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when gets, people are like, yeah, I just have a beer drinking. or two to unwind at night. And I'm like, yep, same. Definitely. Only like one or two. Well, that's not, I just don't get like how people drink casually. You know what I mean? I'm not, it just doesn't make sense to me. When we were sipping on whiskey though, I thought that was kind of nice, but also like that's so strong that yeah, one I glass guess of whiskey and you're like, you know, feel it a little bit. That's true. But, like, casually drinking a beer or, like, some wine? Yeah, because then I just want to keep going. I also can't drink wine unless I'm slapping a bag. I have exhaled uh, wine out of my life ever since the night before Thanksgiving. That was bad. Oh, wow. The next morning, and I was supposed to drive home, and I was two hours late to Thanksgiving dinner. Mom was not happy. Yeah, Mom O'Reilly was probably pretty she upset. She was, uh, yeah, she was not stoked about that one. I felt so bad because the, f- the food was cooking and stuff. And I was like, Mom, I called her at like 1030 and she was like, hey, you on the road? I was like, uh, about that. Still laying in bed. I was like, I might have overdone it. I might have overdone it last night. I might have uh, might have drank a little too much. She was like, OK, well, you know, wait till you're good to go home. I'm like, yeah, we'll do. Didn't get home till like 215. Yeah, you really took your time. Yeah, you made it, though. Yeah, I mean, I was good to go. It was just like that morning was just, oh, so bad. Dude, <laughs> so bad. When you left that day, I made one move, and it was from my bed to the living room <laughs> where I sat and watched Netflix for like four and a half hours. I literally went home, ate the meal, right, with the fam, and then I just passed out for like, and everyone usually does that, right, after Thanksgiving. Absolutely. That was something. Those mornings, those hangover mornings are brutal. And I know you you have the worst though. It's a super. It's not even a. It's like a. It's not what's a superpower. What's the opposite of a superpower? It's your um, like my uh, vice, kryptonite. My kryptonite. My kryptonite is hangovers. And like, I just get the worst hangovers. So bad. Like, so bad. Crippling hangovers. Like my entire body is in pain. Like my head's throbbing all around. And then I just I do you just not like hydrate enough before you go to bed or something. You see me, dude. I drink water nonstop during yeah. the day. I don't know what it is. I mean, yeah. maybe I just don't drink enough before bed after drinking, but like, I just, I don't recover well. No, <laughs> no, you don't. No, I, do, I don't rebound. Dude, we got to get the IVs. <laughs> you would be set. Get, a, get an IV. Just get you going with some water in the morning. So be good to go. Yeah. When people go into like the ICU where my, my mom works, sure. they give them this thing called like a banana bag. I don't even want to try to say all the medical things in it, but it's got yeah. a bunch of like you know, vitamins and, like, medicines and whatnot, mm-hmm. and with, like, a bunch of water and saline, yeah. which, like, hydrates you quicker. Yeah. And this year for my birthday, I was like, Mom, I don't want a gift. I just want IVs and banana bags. <laughs> Dude, I'm not letting you put a fucking IV in my arm. No, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I'm not letting you do that. Dude, you'd be like, yeah, I, th- I I think I know what I'm doing. All right, yeah, send it. Just, like, puncture an artery or something. Just blood spurting it. yeah no yeah, be like, yeah that's not supposed to happen but like the horrified look on my mom's face when that's what i asked for <laughs> she was just like why why would you want that why can't you just like pace yourself or drink like a regular person and i'm like eh. i don't think she's met her friend group then no she no. hasn't she hasn't hung those up. mankato boys do it different yeah they do roll mass baby hell yeah mass you Let's go. Let's get back into it now. Little head-to-head record update. I'm ahead. Nine to five. 
Does not look as good as seven and two did two weeks ago. No, it doesn't. So we split this week one one and one. I got you in picking the Cowboys or the Bengals. Which by the way was a pretty one sided game. Not great. Brandon Allen, probably not the the franchise guy for the Bengals, huh? No, I don't think so. They got that what, that Burrow guy? Yeah, who is he again? I don't know. Might just ride the pine next year, who knows? <laughs> Well, literally, maybe if he's not healthy. Okay, yeah, it's true. Let's not joke about that. We need him back. I'm with you on that 100%. All right, and then you got me in picking the Broncos over the Panthers. Yes. Drew Locke, baby, come out. Yeah, right after I sold him, like, down a river. Yeah, he had his best game of his career, probably. Yeah, you at least were like, no, you know, it's a very hard sell, but, like, right now I'm, or, like, not a hard sell, but, like, very, like. Reluctant. Yeah, a reluctant sell. Whereas I was like, get him, get him off. I wouldn't touch him with the ten foot pole. Like, get him the hell out of the Broncos organization. Hey, and one one good game against the Panthers does not mean that a lot's changed. But he's got a lot of arm talent. He's got a lot of moxie. He's got a lot of confidence, which you always like in your quarterback. You got to put it together. He's also a lot of fun. Like, yeah, not, exactly. Like he's fun to watch, but he's also really fun. Yeah. Like, on the sideline. Yeah. You know, there's that. Uh, there's Viral the video, clip of, yeah, yeah, of him, him dancing and singing yeah. on the side. Like that's what you want from your quarterback, right? Oh, for sure. He's about this up, it, like up in arms, like really happy kind of yeah. go lucky guy. Yeah, definitely. So we'll see. Like moving forward, it'll help next year when Cortland Sutton comes back. They lost him. Bef- was it before? It was week one, right? Yeah. It was was it in practice? I don't even think he suited really up for early. a game. I don't think he played a game this year. Interesting. That doesn't help when it's your number one receiver. That's that's very true. I mean, we'll see moving forward. So we're, what are we at? Nine to five? Nine to five, yeah. And we are a little behind on our shots. Yeah, so we'll make that up this weekend yep. at some point. On Saturday, get ready for it. We'll take those shots. Yeah. I have four to take. Henry's got two. It's not going to yes, be fun. no. No, not, when I did three, it was pretty brutal. I held it together pretty well in the Instagram story, but, like, the second the camera clicked off, I was just, like, gripping the table. I was like, oh, God, that sucked. Because it's Lemon Newham. It's just, yeah, like, it was so brutal. I just killed it, too. You could you could remove nail polish with that stuff. Like, easy. Yeah. I mean, we've already talked about your Newham story. but Oh, it's bad. Yeah, not good. Yeah, you got bad memories with that stuff. I have bad memories with a lot of booze. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's the hangovers, dude. Yeah, I know. I know. Next day, it kills me. But you just keep going back, don't you? Yeah, I do. That's funny as hell. But um, moving forward here a little bit, we had some good games. We did. It was a Really fun good week. games. It was a good slate. AFC is so much better than the NFC, too, yeah. might I say. Before we really dive into these power rankings. I blame I... the NFC East, dude. They don't help, do they? Could you get me one good team out of there? You could maybe build a good team out of, like, I mean, at least the Redskins, or excuse me, excuse me, Washington football team. They, there it you. is. Yeah. I'm sorry. They look more competent, like week in and week out. What are they, six and seven right now? Yeah, they've really right. climbed back. They yeah. were like three and six or three At and seven. At some point, yeah. Like, they're playing well. We'll see if Haskins gets to start next week. As of right now, it's looking like Alex Smith is dealing with some leg tightness. I'm not quite sure what that means exactly. Because yeah. uh, but... I saw he left the game. Yeah, I think he had something going with his leg, and you can never be too careful. Like, I'm pretty sure it was the leg with the horrible injury. So at that point, like if he's got anything wrong with that, just take him out. Oh, yeah, for sure. So it'll be interesting to see where they're going to go with that. I mean, it would be cool to see Haskins make a run for getting his old job back. Yeah, I'd love it. I would love it. I, and, and Sometimes it felt like he didn't really get a fair shake. And not that, like... You know, you deserve like it's it's a business at the end of the day, but they did spend a first round draft pick on him. And you gotta show out in camp and practice, right? It's not like they're just gonna give you the starting spot. For sure. But it just felt like at some points, especially in this season, it's like, what did you have to lose? Absolutely nothing. Right. And this was like early in the season. I mean, still they're six and seven. But they are division leaders right now, so we'll see. Um I'm always a believer in if he's not your guy, cut the losses. Absolutely. Get something of return, even if it's like a like a six round draft pick. Like it, it, at the very least, just do it for him. Exactly. Yeah, he's young enough where he can make something out of his career. Exactly. Same with Sam Darnold. Exactly. Like those guys just need changes of scenery. They need to get somewhere where new coach, new like new offensive direction. Even if this is a backup, but like you know, like a high, um, like a high ceiling backup. Yeah. Like the job in New Orleans, but that Jameis is in right now, or sure. like where Mason Rudolph is in Pittsburgh, those are two spots you want to be as a backup because yeah. those quarterbacks are old, aging, 
and those coaches aren't gonna want to like draft somebody and try throw them in like right because they have like a culture and a system that they go through and it's a process you know especially when you have when you've had a veteran quarterback for that long you want to keep things as in-house and homegrown as possible absolutely and i really want to advocate sam Darnold to pittsburgh i want to say i think anywhere but the jets right now would be a upgrade for him they're so bad dude I was thinking. I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier today. Like, are the Jets the worst team in the past twenty years? Are they worse than the zero sixteen Lions? Yeah, was that zero seven or 08? they are by far worse? I don't think we've seen a professional sports team as bad as they remind me of the, like the two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen, two thousand fourteen Philadelphia seventy sixers. One season they went ten and seventy two. That's impressively bad. So bad. It was really bad. Like, they were fielding guys that had no shot on other rosters in the NBA. Like, that bad. It's, it's kind of impressive. How do you get that bad? Ugh, a lot of just, a lot of culture issues and like just, like, not hiring the right guys. And, a.k.a. Adam Gase. I mean, we already, we talk about this every week. One-man demolition crew, baby yep. Adam Gase. Yep. Hey. He'll break it down for you. He's not going to build it up, but he'll tear it down. He will. They're bad. They're bad. They're that, awful. And that, that 0-16 Lions team was atrocious. They were also horrible. Yeah, but the this 0-16 Jets team, or this will be 0-16 Jets team, is making them look way better than... Honestly, if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I'm pulling an Eli Manning, and I'm saying I'm not going there. I would, too. I'm not going there. Like, that's a risk to his health. Like, Burrow, this year... Was it was a risk to his health. Everyone, we all we all knew he was gonna get hurt. Like that's what yeah, and that's what was so unfortunate about it was like it just felt inevitable. Right, because he was he's still the fifth most sacked quarterback in football, and he hasn't played in like three or four weeks. Yeah, I checked so that bad. this week before the show. It's awful. So bad. Stack guy coming in clutch again. It's what I do, dude. I know. It's what I do. No, but if you're Trevor Lawrence, I'm I'm holding out, and I get like the market is enticing, right? Because it's New York. Like, if right. you can somehow turn that thing around, you're a legend. Huge. Look at Joe Namath. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's like a lot to like. Great. He wasn't even that great of a quarterback, but he's got a huge name because of the big market he played in. Oh, yeah. You have the ability to make so much money. Yeah. Just for, like, marketability. I mean, pretty much just that, right? Because it's, it's New York City. It's the Big Apple. Yeah, everyone's watching you. But that team is just so inept and it starts at the top with the owners i mean they just they don't hire the right guys like literally everything they do is just wrong they've never built a competent team even in like what was it 2015 when they went nine and seven and just barely missed the playoffs do you remember they had like brandon marshall at receiver oh, and yeah. fitzpatrick at quarterback yep that team was even a shell like they were scraping guys off the free agency they, they they've never built a competent team through the draft and just build a team no, like you said last week, the Jets really do just, like, throw a bunch of money at random players. Oh, absolutely. And that's not how you're successful. No. Because you're going to end up overpaying you. You're going to end up overpaying for players. And when you overpay, a lot of times, even if they have bad season, even if they have, like, a decent season, their value doesn't match up with their contract. No, because you're paying them $10 million right. to do what, like, some role player would do. Exactly. And that's another thing about, like, a tough point of view from, like, a player. Like, yeah, you're going to get a lot of money, but you're you're going to take a lot of heat, too, because you're not living up to your contract. No, absolutely not. And it's then kind you're of a stuck. double-edged sword. You're stuck with the Jets, then, because you're not living up to what you right. are being paid, and no one else is going to want you. And that, that culture is just so... There's just so many things wrong. So much. It's so bad. It's so bad. But anyways, we enough about the Jets. Let's move into our power rankings for the week. It's Tuesday, baby. Power Rankings Day. Yep. I want to start this one off with Adam Gase's former team. Number 10, Miami Dolphins. Hey, nice. They have done it right. They're the pinnacle of a rebuild and culture change. Oh, absolutely. I And this week, I had a, the chance to actually watch the Dolphins play. Thank you, Ian, for pointing out a few good things. I double-checked a stat that I was given, and... Before this week, they had the fourth best scoring differential in the NFL. Following this week, six. Can't really say too much about dropping two spots when you play the Chiefs, right? Right. 
the Dolphins kept it competitive. It was, what, a six-point game by the end? I didn't get to watch the entire game, but I watched a good half, maybe a little more than half. No, and it showed a lot of character, too. They were down pretty sizable at one point. Yeah. And when you're playing a Chiefs, it's so easy to roll over because it can just be so demoralizing. As good of a first quarter as the Dolphins had, they made Mahomes look human. He had two first-quarter interceptions. Yeah, that's so damn hard to do. And then it just, what was it, the next drive, two drives later, Tyreek Hill, big touchdown play, and it just started rolling after that. It's That's what's just so frustrating about playing the Chiefs is like, like last year, for example, against the Titans were up, what was it, 21-7, 24-7 to maybe, in like the second quarter of the AFC Championship Something game. Something like that, yeah. And all of a sudden... You know, it's just touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Like, they score so fast, so efficiently, and they have so many weapons. Every player on that offense could take it 50 yards to the house. Not to mention that they have the best offensive play caller in the NFL. That also does not hurt your chances of scoring on every play. Nope. Pretty good combination, if you ask me. But I, I really like that. The Dolphins going to be a lot of fun. Tua played pretty well, too. Tua's awesome. He's a lot of fun. Yeah. Did you see his that throw against triple coverage? I don't know. I'm uh, not sick. sure. I don't he, think he, so. He tosses dimes. He um, throws a pretty ball. Every time he throws, throws the ball, it just comes off his hand right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love the lefty, too. It's just, like, yeah, so cool watching a lefty sling a ball. Yeah. I don't know. It's just easy on the eyes. Oh, yeah. And I was always worried <laughs> that he was going to turn out kind of like Matt Leinart, you know? Okay. Like, a lot. Like, huge reputation to, like, grow into, you know, yeah. coming out of college. And then just fumbling the bag. Well, the injury history is still a legitimate concern, in my opinion, just because he had some pretty big injuries. I mean, he broke his hip last year. That's tough to rebound from. Yeah, it is. And he's had, like, he had two ankle surgeries in college at Alabama. It's something to keep an eye on. That's, like, my biggest knock on him right now. It's just, like, can he he do this consistently without getting hurt? Because he didn't do it in college. He got hurt sophomore and junior year. Two different times sophomore year. Two different times junior year, one time sophomore year. Yeah. That's, and then freshman year, he didn't play besides for the national championship game. Yeah, it's definitely a big worry. And obviously, making the jump to the NFL, that's no help when no. you struggle with injuries. I guess one thing that I would say that he can rest on, not rest on, but Matthew Stafford came into college in, or came into the NFL as a very injury-riddled player, and everyone was worried about if he could hold up. Yeah. And now he's one of the toughest like quarterbacks to ever play. Yeah, yeah definitely. So... If he, I mean, I think Tua's got grit. Yeah, oh yeah, and I would agree. It, it's also a little bit of luck, too, you know? No, exactly. Injuries. Right, and that's why I don't want to say, like, he's, like, you know, injury-prone or anything. Because, like, yeah. he broke his hip. Like, that's not, I mean, you, you can't, he broke a bone. Like, how is that injury-prone? Yeah. I mean, you can't do anything about that. Exactly. But it, it still happened. And it's still a hip fracture. Whatever it was, I don't know the exact medical term. But that's just one thing to keep an eye on moving forward is if he could stay healthy, because if he can, he's going to have a great career. Yeah, absolutely. The Dolphins are moving in the in a great direction. This is a great franchise, and Brian Flores is leading this team in the right direction. True. Who do you have, 10? Saints. Okay, big drop. Yeah. Not gonna, I'm not going to say it's wrong. They lost to the Eagles, dude. I, yeah. I want to see what they look like when Breeze comes back, which I... Oh, is that... I think it's soon. I want to say I don't it's have an exact, this week or next. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I don't have an exact timeline, but... Well, it's because every week there's more ribs broken. Yeah, he's he's a tough guy, dude. Holy cow. He is. He's getting up there, too. So, like, this is this injury, it probably took longer than it would for a younger player. I mean, obviously. He had a collapsed lung. Yeah, that's crazy. Shout out, Breeze. Collapsed lung, boys. I had a collapsed lung, but... Yeah. Story for another day. I think I told that story once on here. You did. Yep. <laughs> you uh, love talking about that, don't you? Dude, I'm just saying. I'm a trooper. You, you know are a I mean? trooper, yeah. Yeah, I'll, absolutely. I'll Come on. Uh, it will, But again, I, it will be nice to see what this team is with Breeze. Taysom Hill, yikes. I don't know what the hell is going on there. I don't know why they didn't give Winston a shot. I don't either. I get I, it. Taysom Hill's, pro- Taysom Hill's the better weapon, but like he, he's not getting it done through the air. Yeah. So what are you proving that your quarterback's gonna throw for like one sixty? No, I know it just. I don't know. We'll see. I've always been like a Saints like skeptical guy because they never make it look. It's just everything is dink and dump. It's kind of like the dunk. Patriots in a way. 
A little bit, yeah. Or it's, it's not fun to watch. You have Michael Thomas running five-yard routes all day long. Kamara's 90% of his catches come either like two yards in front of the line of scrimmage or like four yards behind it. Kamara does look good out of the backfield, Oh, he though. is so good. But I'm saying like, throw the ball 10 yards down the field, please, for God's sakes. Yeah, oh, they God. don't air it out at all. No, I would just, also really like to see him air it out. I don't. I Breeze's arm probably just can't do it anymore. To be no, honest, no, he's you. he's getting up there. I'd assume he he can't. Because the first three weeks of the season, like his his like YPA was like five and a half, which is awful. That's yeah. like two he, yards he, below. Yes. Yeah, that's not that's bad. But anyways, that, that's why I have at nine. I have the Saints at nine. So we'll see moving forward what they can do. Should be interesting. But losing to the Eagles, you can't lose to the Eagles. You can't lose to anyone in the NFC East. No. And Jalen Hurts did look pretty good. He definitely provided a spark. And the play calling looked better, too. Like, they just looked more competent as a team. And I know bringing in a new quarterback is kind of like a jolt, you know, to energy and stuff. For sure. Moving I mean, forward. You can definitely forward. do a lot more with Jalen Hurts than you can with Carson Wentz, too, in terms of, like, mobility. Yeah. Like, Carson Wentz is mobile enough, but, like, Jalen Hurts can actually move. Oh, yeah, definitely. He had 160 yards on the ground. So, I mean... Yeah, Hurts is That's he's something. an athlete. Yeah. yeah. People wanted him to play running back in college. I did not know that. Yeah. After like once Tua came in and took his job, they're like, put him at running back. They're like, Jalen Hurts is a glorified he's like a he's like a running back playing quarterback. Have okay. you seen him have you seen him like squat or I have not power no. clean? Oh my gosh. He is a tank. He squats like six hundred. Ah, uh, dude, that's my warm up round. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm hitting six hundred for twenty boys. Yeah, we're powerlifters this week. <laughs> Every week it's something new. So you have the Saints at 9? Yeah, I have the Saints at 9. Yeah. It's everything we said. There's nothing new to add. Mm-hmm. Solid have... enough. They're just not very fun to watch. And I have the Dolphins at 9. Okay. Yep. Not a ton there. No. All right, let's just go down, go down to 8. So this game just got done. Very fun one. But I have the Browns. Nice. Baker's starting to really show up now. He's only thrown one interception in the last five games, and that was tonight. And Good for him. The Ravens looked good for the first time in a while again. Yeah, I mean they that did. I've seen at least. That drive was Lamar coming out of the tunnel. That was so sick. That's something that's gonna be talked about for a while. Yeah, that was that was really cool. That was just a good back and forth game, and, it, and right when it looked like the Ravens took control, going up thirty-four to twenty, the Browns just fought back. Yeah, absolutely. They that's so were weird to it. say. <laughs> that's so weird to oh. say. The Browns fought back and looked like a capable team against another good team. The Browns also have nine wins. It's just like, huh? The Browns? Yeah. Like this decade, nine wins, or like one season, nine wins? Pretty much. Yeah, no, the Browns were in a... Like, okay, the Ravens were in a nut-up or shut-up moment. Trace McSwiller went down, and Lamar Jackson said, all right, this is my team. Threw it on his back. Yeah. And did it. And I I don't have the Ravens in my top ten. They're like probably 11. Yeah, I'm right outside. Which is Okay, just to touch on the Ravens, just for one quick second. That was a big win because they were spiraling. spiraling. Oh, yeah. They, they dropped so far. Yeah, they needed this win. They just haven't looked the same this year, though. So th- maybe this is their turning point. But this could be their like coming out party and them getting it all figured out. And this is a good time to do it. Right before playoff time when they're in the hunt for a spot. Be a good time to get hot and get going. So I got the Titans at 8. All right. Went against the Jags. Was it thirty-one ten? Yeah, something like that. Derrick Henry, Derek Henry ran rushed for two hundred yards, two hundred plus. Same thing, baby. Pound the rock. They do the <laughs> they same do thing it every so week. Well. <laughs> yeah, they do. So, not a whole lot to say there. Took care of business, which is good after rebounding from last week's atrocious performance. And they made the score look a little better than what the actual game was against the Browns last week. Um, for sure. But I mean, that was bad. So good for them. Took care of business, but. Yeah, they're back to it. They're just plotting along. Derrick Henry carries the rock five yards at a time. Yeah. And it works. Yep. I have the Titans at seven, so okay. same reason. Yep, I have the Browns at seven. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're really just... Dude, we're flip-flopping. We didn't yeah. even talk this over before. I have no idea what your list is. No, we just kind of, it just kind of happened. Yeah. I mean... That's kind of the beauty of it. Just get on and rip, baby. That's what it's all about, man. Just a gunslinger. Yeah, all right, and, it, and this is where uh, I'm sure we're going to differ. Okay. Who do you have at six? Green Bay. Okay. Six. I can't what put them in higher. Last week, seven? seven. Okay. Yeah, they've moved up one spot. There you the last go. Few weeks. Gaining ground, baby. Dude, I just <laughs> can't put them any higher. They have three games against winning teams, and I okay. Yep. 
So before this, we talked about this a little bit because this was something okay, right, I was yeah. really like trying to wrap my head around is I couldn't figure out where I wanted to go with the number four spot. And I was like, I mean, Green Bay's won so many games, 10 and three and like number one um, seed in the, N- in the NFC. Like, yep. that's where my head was going. But I was like, I just can't because they just don't play a good schedule. Mm-hmm. And I went to their schedule. It's like, okay, maybe I'm overlooking things. Maybe I'm just being like, their schedule is shit without really getting into it. And they've played three games against winning teams this entire season. Mm-hmm. And they've gone one and two against winning teams. And that one game was when the Saints were donkey ass. Who was it? Um, Yeah, Saints, Bucks, and Colts, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I couldn't, couldn't put up any, put them up any higher until they get a good win. But they do play the Titans, not this week, but next week. Yeah, that should be a good game. That's a prove it game. If they win that game, they're a locked top four team. Cool. If not a top three team. I understand where you're coming from. Um, I'll touch on them a little later once they get up on my list. But I get it. I got the Colts at six. Colts are good. They're another one of those, like, not exciting, but just good teams. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor had a really good game this week, though. Yeah. yeah like, one fifteen two. He's going to be a really good back. That's weird to say about a Wisconsin running back, too. God, they do so good at Scotty, and then they come to the league and just don't. I think there's something to be said about not like Wisconsin's O-line, like making them better than what they are, because that's just not true, you know. But the amount of carries and just like just wear and tear that they take in college, I think might catch up with them a little bit in the NFL. Look at like all the past running backs, because they they've had guys that have had 2,000-yard seasons. And when you have 2,000-yard seasons, you're having like 350 carries. That's a toll, dude. That's, that's a lot. Like, that's 350 hits you're taking. That's a lot. And Not that was that was one of the games. knocks about Derrick Henry coming out of Alabama. This is his Heisman winning season. He had like 380 carries or something like that for like 2,100 yards and like 40 touchdowns. Dude, are we like sure that Derrick Henry's human, 25 though? touchdowns, something like that. No, he's a freak. He's he's like he's so good. That's why I'm worried about him two weeks because the Packers run defense is sus as hell. I'm just picturing Derrick Henry like picking up the entire Packers defense and carrying them all into the end zone. He probably him. will, honestly. He probably will. We're gonna. That's gonna be a good game. We're gonna have to control the ball ball on offense. Not worried about our offense at all in that game. Definitely worried about our defense, though. Yeah, Titans defense has really not looked great the last few weeks. No, and we'll touch on the Packers in a little bit. But back to the Colts. Good win over the Raiders. Raiders are just so hit or miss for me. But the Raiders are a solid squad. So. The Colts are a good team. Colts are a really good team. Frank Reich is a really good head coach. He's an awesome head coach. Yeah, you know, he he's done a, he's done wonders for Indianapolis mm-hmm. as a whole. They're they're doing great. I like the direction they're going. My only issue is that Philip Rivers is so old, and he just doesn't really air the ball out like his prime. Obviously, he can't at thirty nine. But yeah. like, this is like a win now type of team, and I'm not quite sure that offense is good enough to be a win now type of team. Right. I'm with you on that. So, well, they, they've they got some moves to make in the offseason, though. they got to figure out what's up. Oh, they absolutely do. Yeah, I mean, Phillip Rivers is off. Is, uh, his contract is done. So is Jacoby yeah. Brissett. So, like, they're left with nobody. So are they going to re-sign Phillip Rivers? Because he said he wants to keep playing. And he said he's down to stay with the in- Indianapolis. But, I mean, if they draft a rookie quarterback, which will be tough where they're going to be drafting because it's going to be a late first round, as it looks like right now. So, like, let's say that they do take a quarterback in the first round next year. It's rare that a quarterback, a rookie quarterback, steps in and just the offense just keeps chugging as it was, right? Like, Dak Prescott is probably the last rookie quarterback I can think of that just, like, took the league by storm. He's the only rookie quarterback. 12-4 and they won. Yeah. So, if they want to go that route and probably take a step back for a year, but, like, they're still going to be building towards which. It's probably their. I don't know. They got some decisions to make because is the franchise guy going to be there in the middle to late first round? Not the immediate franchise guy. I don't think you're going to be able to address, like, where they're going to be. It's going to be, like, mid-20s. Yeah, they're not going to be able to address, like, uh, an immediate NFL-ready quarterback. I guess what they could do is just, like, maybe take a... uh, They don't have, like, a whole lot of glaring needs size for quarterback, though. I mean, wide receiver is probably something they could still upgrade just a little bit. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton is is getting older, but yeah. I mean, they drafted Michael Pittman last year. They did, but that's only one guy. 
So they could definitely use a little more help there on the outside. What I'm saying is, is like maybe if they're going to re-sign Rivers to another one-year deal or franchise tag him, get him, uh, get him some help. Absolutely, just yeah. like just build around him as much as possible for one year, and then just like see what you can do, and then take it on the chin. So it'll be interesting what they do next year, but Colts are a good team for sure. I'm I definitely agree with you there. All right, that brings us to five. Got the Steelers. Steelers. Oh, <laughs> all right. And that defense is the real deal. And I think we both agree on that. I had them six last week, and I, I thought about it a little more this week, and I was like, damn, I think I overreacted. Just a t- I don't think I did, but like at the same time, I was just like, it's hard to explain. But the Steelers' defense is really good. We can agree on that, right? Yeah, they have an elite, elite. defense. Yeah. yeah. Their offense is like, I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't know if Big Ben can air it out like he used to. They didn't. They weren't throwing passes more than ten yards down the field. No, it was just everything all like was short little screens. yeah screens, and it was like five yard out routes, slants. And you have like Juju and Clay, Chase Claypool. Like, why aren't you and Deontay? Um, Deontay Johnson, even yep, James, and James Washington. Washington. Yep, they're gonna have to upgrade at running back for sure. They definitely will. That's a glaring need for them. Yeah, uh, a future quarterback is definitely uh-huh. needed, but. I really do think it's Big Ben. I think it's just an aging arm. We're seeing it all over the league now with, like, this older generation of quarterbacks. Yep. They're throwing it shorter because they can't, they're just relying on, like, yak. Which, I mean, Juju can do that. Like, Chase Claypool is their big play guy. And it's hard to make a big play when you're catching the ball two, three yards from the line of scrimmage instead of 30 yards down the field. So we'll see moving forward what's up with them. I mean, we can agree, though, their schedule was absolutely atrocious. Yeah, awful. So this was a big, like, prove-it game for them. If they show up, let's say for some reason they play the Chiefs in the playoffs, and they, like, they come out and play like that, they're going to lose 40-10. to 10. Oh, yeah, that offense is not scoring much. If Your defense all. can be the 85 Bears. It's just offenses are just too prolific. Like, they're going to figure it out eventually. You can't You have to go shot like for that. shot. You have to go shot for shot with the Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs, no, the Chiefs are going to punch you right in the mouth. The 49ers did it for three, three quarters in the Super Bowl, and they still lost. You They're need an offense score. that can score. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You need exactly. someone that can yep. keep up or as much as possible. It's not about elite defenses or being great defenses. It's all about being timely defenses where you can generate a pass rush and you can force turnovers. That's the name of the game. Yep, I totally agree. Steelers got to figure it out on offense because the defense is there. Defense is but again, on par for a Super Bowl contender, but that offense defense, is lacking. You got to meet them halfway. Defenses can't carry you to a Super Bowl these days. Absolutely not. Not when you're playing Pat Mahomes in no. in your. <laughs> Hell no. All right. Who do you got at four? I have the Colts. So we talked nice. about them a little bit. Yeah. I don't believe in the offense a lot, but I, want... I believe in the defense. They're not as good as the Steelers, but I think the Colts' so, offense gets it they're done. They're so better. underrated, though. They are. And I think it's just because they're so small market that like they don't get the national attention, but they they're good. Yeah, I think They're one really thing good. is that teams, they look at their schedule and like, ah, oh, we play the Colts, like, whatever. And then the Colts punch you in the mouth. And then they just, they play. They play well, hard, and they score when they need to. There's not a ton to say. They're not super fancy, but they get it done. They're efficient. They're 9-4. and four. And I have them at 4 this week because, honestly, 4 through 7 is a toss-up. Any of these teams could be 4, 5, 6, 7. I yeah. don't think there's, a, there's Dude, not a I, lot of ground. I still think 2 through 10 is a toss-up to I a degree. Think for me right now, 1 through 3 has – so, like, the Chiefs are 1. That's, like – Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. We will. But there's – I think yeah. there's a cutoff at 3. Okay. And then – so, four, 4 through 7 is, like, anybody can beat anybody for sure. Okay. That's my cutoff. I, where are you going with 4? I have the Rams at 4. All right. And they're putting it together at the right time. They are – they did not look very good five weeks ago. No. And that's okay because they yeah, exactly. are It takes time to figure like out a, what you are as a team. Yeah, they look like a true playoff contender. It, here's my issue, though. I think this is why I said 2 through 10 could beat anyone. Do you trust Jared Goff to win you a playoff game? Absolutely not. Okay. That's that's my whole point with the Rams right now. And I know this is a power ranking, so it's like a week-by-week week thing. But, like, long-term outlook, that's why I think 2 through 10, anyone can beat anyone. Especially... 3 through 10. Because the Rams, like, as good as their defense are and as good as Sean McVay can hide Goff's flaws, he just, like, doesn't get it done as, like, well as he should. No. He gets it done-ish. Ish, yeah, you're right. 
And I think that ish is Sean McVay, like exactly telling him what to do and right. showing him. Right. So I we'll see, but uh, the Rams are good. They are very good. Don't get that twisted. No, I have the Rams at three. Okay. We're pretty similar on those guys um, on the Rams. I think that Sean McVay covers a lot of Jerry Goff's issues. Mm-hmm. I think the defense covers the rest of them. But like you said, I don't trust Jerry Goff to be a playoff game. Yeah. I just think that the way that this offense runs, mm-hmm. all the motions and whatnot, they can stifle it. Not stifle a defense, but like they can get a defense on like on the backs of their feet instead of the front, which is going to slow them down just a touch. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like. They have a little bit extra time extra time where the defense is like, alright, where's the ball going? What's going on? Who am I like what am I doing? Where am I going? Who's my guy? Yeah. And I think that gets them <clears throat> the little extra time that Jared Goff needs to read a defense. Yeah. Cause I don't think there's I don't think there's any denying that Jared Goff's not an elite quarterback. He's not even like that above average. I think he's no. I think he is like the very quarterback above Jimmy Garoppolo. They're very similar. They are very opinion. similar. Yeah. I think that Jared Goff's a little better, but I also think they're very interchangeable. Of like, They have pretty much the same skill set. You're not going to trust either of them to win a, pay- a playoff game by themselves. Yeah. But I've seen a little bit more of like the gunslinger mentality from Jared Goff where I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. Because I've seen him throw for like 400 yards in a game before. It feels like when he does have time to go through his reads and like clean, like a clean pocket i mean he can get the job done like he's gonna hit his targets but like it's just that second level where you kind of separate quarterbacks into tiers it's like what's gonna happen when your first read isn't there second read isn't there all lines breaking down make something happen right i don't know i mean i know he doesn't do that no he he doesn't and that's really what keeps the Rams from being i guess this that's what kept him from winning a super bowl oh yeah 100 percent like Jared Goff not being able to take it to the next level, it's the it's the reason why Jimmy Garoppolo didn't win a Super Bowl too. Yeah, it's I think they're very similar quarterbacks, and yeah, Rams at three. Cool. So I got the Packers at three, but I do have legitimate gripes with this team right now. Nothing with the offense. Mike Pettin needs to get fired. Do you think it's just like overall the team's success and why he hasn't been fired yet? Yeah, I mean Lafleur's like twenty three and six in his first twenty nine games. So it's hard to make, like, changes, right? For sure, because firing one of, like, his staff for underperforming when you've only lost six games in the last two years is just kind of a head-scratcher. Right. But at the same point, I mean, like, last year, we got our defense just got embarrassed in the NFC Championship game. I mean, they ran for, like, 250 yards, right? Yeah, Garoppolo threw the ball, like, 13 times. Our defense got absolutely shredded this week. And the only thing that kept us in the game... Like, defense, we, we had controlled the game the entire game. The only thing that our defense did that was good is, I mean, we have a really good pass rush, which which is nice. But our corners are our corners are really good. Our secondary is really good. Our rush defense is so bad. Yeah, that's definitely, a, it's definitely a, like a glaring hole that you guys need to figure out. No, and Mike Pettin just makes calls that just doesn't make any sense. Like, especially in the Colts game, it got exposed so hard. It just makes me so mad because I just have a feeling this is gonna bite us in the ass in the playoffs. It's definitely not where you want to be. It's not gonna be the offense. Out. It's definitely not gonna be the offense. I mean, Raj had another four tutty game. Devontae had over a hundred in a touchdown. Devontae Adams is open on every play, dude. Every yeah, single so play. Good. Yeah, he's so good. And him and Rogers, like their connection right now is just unreal. Yeah, it's it's crazy watching those two, and I am not an Aaron Rodgers fan. Very vocal about that. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I love Devonta Adams. Eight straight games with a receiving touchdown this week. It's pretty damn yeah. impressive. It's a franchise record. That's kind of hard to do. So this is why I think that what you mentioned, and I guess the only reason why I have the Packers at three right now, a record being 10-3, and three, number one seed, but more importantly, B, is just the offense and then just Aaron Rodgers in general having an MVP season right now. That's kind of why I have him at three, and I mean I'm also biased because I'm a Packers Packers fan, right? But this this Tennessee game in two weeks will be, well, I, I have a bad feeling they're gonna run all over us. Derrick Henry does do that. Yeah. He's good at that. Very. So we'll see moving forward. But who do you got at two? Bills. Josh Allen. Bills Mafia. Let's go. Yeah. Huge win Sunday yeah. night against the Steelers. I mean, any doubt that the Bills can get it done against an elite defense should be put to rest. Mm-hmm. It wasn't super pretty, but they got it done. They had a pick six. 
but they won by more than just one score. They're a good team. Defense yeah. is great. Offense gets it done. Josh Allen looks very, very good. So I guess we're going to differ because I don't have the Bills in my top time. I'm joking. <laughs> I was going to say, dude. <laughs> no, I got them too. <laughs> Who do you have at two? Uh, I got the Bills at two. You got to reward them for beating the Steelers. And they played so well. In in the first half, I was like, I looked at you and I was like, dude, this is going to be like a 10-7 game. Yeah. Neither yeah. offenses could get anything going. And then credit to the Bills staff, Brian Dable, offensive coordinator, and Sean, Sean McDermott, head coach. Josh Allen looked like a complete different quarterback in the second half. At one point, he was like 13 for 14 for like 170 yards and like two touchdowns, no picks. Like he was just balling in the second half. And that's because they, they change schemes up, and that's what good teams do. They go into halftime. What's working? What's not working? Let's do this. For sure, yeah. I mean, you need to respond. Like that's what's Exactly. Really and the Steelers didn't, and they went to halftime. And I think Tomlin's one of the most underrated coaches of all time. He is so good. But they didn't. No, they at least in this game, they didn't. They didn't do what they needed to do. No. Didn't get the job done. Bills at two. Juju dancing on midfield before the game. Always. Every time. You think he's gonna keep doing it? Probably. Yeah. He's got the swagger, he's gonna do it. I don't hate him for it. I'm just like if you're like you're on a two game losing streak. Yeah, you probably need to stay. Yeah. You gotta change them up. I wonder if your teammates would be like, dude, like, can we just wait till we win a game and then you can yeah, do it again? Like, it's it's gotta be back to like strictly business, like take You think? Get but, it I done. mean, I don't know. Let the man do what he wants to do. I don't care. I guess so. And then we got Chiefs at one. Chiefs at one. Same old, same old. Yeah. Some things just don't change. And Patrick Mahomes being absolutely electric is one of those things. He looked human against that yeah, Dolphins did. defense. I think that's a testament to the Dolphins defense. Yeah. He didn't have, I mean, like, he still had, like, a, what was it, two touchdowns, three interceptions. He still threw for, like, like 300 and something. Yeah. I mean, he still slings the ball. Yeah. Looks amazing. I'm curious to see. The one thing that the Chiefs might bite him in the ass, their pass rush is not very good. No, they don't get to the quarterback all that no. well. And they're really good at like timely defense. Like that was their whole that was their whole thing last year, right? They got stops when they needed to get stops and their pass rush was really good. If there is something that could just bite him in the ass, and I thought about this actually. If they come across a really good offensive line, they might be in trouble. For sure. I, I definitely think that's a very From a defensive argument. standpoint, I mean, obviously, they're still going to score 35 points on offense. Oh, yeah. They can out anybody. Yeah, it, 100%. It's just like, I'm just thinking of like an Achilles heel, almost. And that's definitely what it would be. That's really what they're going to figure out. They have a few more weeks to figure it out. Otherwise, we're going to see it in playoffs. These playoffs are going to be electric. AFC playoffs are so exciting already. Dude, because like, you just, like we were talking about earlier, like, you had your cutoff, I had mine. But like, at the end of the day, I still like... I don't know what the hell is going to happen. No. Things could change in a huge way in the next few oh, weeks, yeah. too. So we'll, Ravens get hot? Who yeah, knows? no kidding. We'll keep you guys updated on that. Yeah. But that's it for this week's Power Rankings. Now on to the buy-sell segment, where we're going to talk about the direction teams are moving in right now. So we've picked five teams to quickly go through and just talk about, would you buy into this franchise, or are you going to sell and say, no way, I, I don't want what direction they're going in? So Bengals, where are you going? Buy-ish. Yep. I'm buying. I'm buying. The only reason why I'm not like full on like blah blah blah, figuring out what's up with Zach Taylor. I think you. I think you got to move on from Taylor. Okay. Just because of like the position that he put Burrow in the whole season was just criminal. Yeah, you didn't do much to help no. Burrow out there. That's true. You can't have him throwing forty passes a game if he's the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. No, and feed Joe Mix in there. Feed yeah. him. God. But again, really good pieces on offense. Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins looks like a, a star. Oh, absolutely. He looks really good. Yeah. Him and Burrow had a great connection. Burrow, obviously franchise guy, praying to God that he comes back 100% healthy. I think he will. I like where they're going. Yeah, I do too. That's a buy. Jaguars. Reluctant buy. Really? I don't know. I don't know if Doug Marone's the guy moving forward. I want to see what the new GM does. They got to figure out a quarterback. Yep. If they can get a franchise guy, I'm all in. But you got to find the franchise guy. Is Justin Fields a franchise guy? Might be. I mean, they're gonna have their pick of yeah who they want. They got they got good pieces though, and honestly, they they like this back half of the season they played a lot better than in the first half. They're in every game they play exactly. Too. And every they did, single game. The, they weren't in this one this week against the Titans, <laughs> but they got they have pieces. 
They got nice pieces. I don't know if any of them are like franchise cornerstone guys yet. DJ Chark is a good player. I want to see more from Caleb on Chase on their first round pick. CJ Henderson has played really well this year. I like those guys. I like Robinson. James Robinson's awesome. Yep. I was going to be a sell, but now I think I'm a buy. Okay. Because I didn't really think about all the pieces they had. It's there. Miles Jack. I mean, they have, like, guys, but... The bones are there. Exactly. So now they they got to find the quarterback. Yeah, I agree. Find yeah. the quarterback, and is Doug Marone the coach? I don't know. I don't know either. That's, what, know. That, that's what they really got to figure out. It'll be interesting to see what the new GM does. Right. The roster is... It's not a bad one to inherit. It's It's really, like franchise quarterback and then a few more pieces away from being where like the dolphins are now yeah and it's just it's all about the culture change and going going the right direction probably two and a half years away from where the dolphins are right now yep, if they make agree. the right moves and that's the hardest part the path is there eagles sell even with jalen hurts this week very good but we've talked about how bad the weapons are there and they just don't seem to do much drafting jalen rager last year instead of justin jefferson that's going to go down in the history books of, like, one of the worst picks. I mean, like, yeah, Rager's a better punt returner than Justin Jefferson is. You don't take a punt return in the first round. No, you don't. That's about Let it. Let alone two picks in front of Justin Jefferson. Yeah, it's... Or one pick, whatever it was. One, it was yeah. the... Yeah, the yeah. pick before. The e- I mean, yeah, Jalen Hurts made the Eagles look a lot better, and they won a game. But this one game, eh, it's just not enough for me to buy in and say that they're in the right direction because they have a lot of work to do. Doug Peterson has not looked like the coach this year. I'm, I'm a sell as well. And Hurts did have a good game, and he looked good. It will be interesting to see moving forward. He's such a stand-up guy, too, just just a leader, just a natural-born leader. I think he can be the guy moving forward. Accuracy is always going to be his issue. He's not, like, the most natural thrower. Does that make any sense to you? Like how like how like, he looks when he's throwing like the well mechanics, yeah like or? he's he he came into college raw like he was very raw and he's developed really well like from where he was his freshman year to senior year and he's had to he's had to completely like change a lot of his mechanics throwing the football but he just doesn't have like the not the arm strength but like just the natural like arm talent that some of these other quarterbacks yeah. have so we'll see moving forward how that works out but the Eagles don't have a whole lot running for him. No, they they're in need of just stripping it and I, I, selling it. I honestly think they should just do a metal. full on re, rebuild. Yep, I'm in the same boat. Texans sell, sell. Yeah, like easy sell. They have an amazing quarterback, but that's, that's about, about it. it. Yeah, this team needs. <laughs> they have a literally lot of nothing work. else. He has no weapons, especially with Will Fuller getting the six game suspension. That Packers trade looks a lot better now that they didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does look better. But. I mean, J.J. Watt's like 31. Yeah, Am I making that up? He's no, old. he's old. Yeah, okay. He's getting up there. I don't know what else they have. It can't be said enough because Bill, Bro- Bill O'Brien was the GM and head coach. Bill O'Brien destroyed that team. New Hopkins Absolutely for David destroyed Johnson it. That's second round pick. the dumbest trade I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, look how Nuke's doing now. Definitely a sell. You have your guy Watson. Build a team. Yeah, Watson's yeah. the guy. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Sean Watson is the franchise quarterback there. If I'm Watson, i maybe give it one more season with the Texans, and then I'm like, get me out of here. Yeah, like, he's now. just wasting his career now. away. Yeah, I, I might even this offseason be like, there's no one. Like, I, I can't do anything. Yeah, it's making him look bad. It's Like, it, this week, getting embarrassed by the Bears. Dude, Trubisky has a better starting record than Watson. Yeah, that's awful. That crazy? That's so funny to me, bro. So we're both sell. Yeah, both okay, sell. Cool. Figure it out, Texans. Don't screw this up. Don't waste Watson's career, please. Please. All right, Ravens. So this is an interesting one. Yeah. Before tonight, I was a 100% sell. Mm. Did not think that they were... I thought they were just kind of coasting by in a division that was going to leave them in the dust. They 40, showed life. 47-42. Big dog. Yeah. On the road. That crowd was loud. The yeah. dog pound was getting after it tonight. Oh, the Browns are a good team. They were roaring. And they won. They were roaring. Yeah. That was kind of lit. And I just did not think Lamar Jackson had absolutely anything to provide as a passer. I thought that he was just a really good wildcat. 
option, but yeah. not a quarterback. I wouldn't even list him as a quarterback on my roster mm. is how lowly I was feeling about him this season. Shut me up. Showed true grit on the one play he needed to. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he doesn't throw the ball very often. He doesn't have to. But if they can figure out how to use him like this every game, like they did last year, yeah, that's a legitimate contender. See, and the only reason why, like, I can understand why you'd want to sell, but at the same point, like, I was a buy even before the game just because the pieces they have on defense, Marlon Humphrey's really good at cornerback. Not only that, but scheme. John Harbaugh is a top five coach in the NFL. For sure. He's very good. So that was kind of, and then like Lamar Jackson, I'm still a Lamar believer to a degree. I mean, he's going to have to figure some things out passing for sure because it's good because they're, they're a very good like power running, read option, but you do need to pass the ball. They need some bigger targets. They need receiver. to they need to fix the wide receiver core. Yeah. And that'll, that'll be interesting. That's got to be their number one need, honestly, in my opinion. They just need a big-bodied receiver they can throw the ball up to. Yeah. So you're a buy. Yes, I'm a buy. All right. I am, I'm a buy-ish, but yeah, I'm, I'm treading in that direction. More than anything, I'm a buy because of culture and head coaching. Right. I get that. Well, that wraps up buy-sell. Buy, sell, baby. Tune in Move. next Tuesday, guys, because we're going to be talking about playoff contenders. We're going to buy, sell on who is a contender to make the playoffs, like in the hunt, who is an actual Super Bowl contender in the playoffs, and whatnot. We're going to go through the playoffs, buy and sell teams, talk about it. It's going to be a good time. Also, in the off season, we want some ideas. We're going to expand out from just football. We're going to talk about some other sports in our buy, sell segment. So let us know what you want to hear. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be about sports. It can be Beer. about anything <laughs> so let us know what you want we'll start making a list and we'll go through them this off season yeah excited to hear from you guys absolutely yeah one more thing too is uh we are leading the vote on podcastland.com to be podcast of the month for january if you guys don't mind going on there and voting for us for the podcast of the month we're only up by a few votes it'd mean a lot to us to win that it helped bring in new people and the more listeners we have the more things we can do we henry and i have been talking about doing a giveaway here soon Yes. We're looking at getting some t-shirts to give away. So right now we don't have anything, but as soon as we get a t-shirt, we'll put a picture up of the t-shirt on the Instagram, and we'll start talking to you guys about that. Yeah, we'll have a little more of the details coming soon. That's what it is. It's a heavy pour, baby. Wrap it up. Peace. All right.